Mike Gibson and Greg Stone wrapping it up here for 2019 at TCT. Greg, another great meeting. Uh, give us TCT 2019 by the numbers. Well, thanks, Mike. Uh, we're here in San Francisco, uh, five-day meeting. Some people feel it's long. For us, it just flies by, and it seems like there's so much more we could have covered, but we do our best within about five days. I think it was a vibrant meeting. Mm -hmm. Pretty much uh, everybody was excited. We had, uh, uh, overall, we don't know the final audited numbers yet, but it'll be about 11,500 people. Mm -hmm. um, I, you know, more than 1,000 faculty, uh, several thousand presentations, 1,000 uh, abstracts, everything's like at 1,000. Sure. Um, uh, you know, I think the number of live cases, it's about 60 live cases from... Uh, wow from 20 different centers, so uh, wow. you know, it's really been an extraordinary experience. Yeah, and of course next year, Miami, new convention yeah. center. Yeah, and we're very excited about Miami. It's, yeah. uh, we were only been in Miami one other time, yeah. and the attendance was very high, the yeah. buzz was great, yeah. the excitement level was there. I think, great, great I think people are really excited. Miami, you know, Absolutely. The, the, the after meeting, the Opry meeting. Uh, the, uh, that's so, right, the Opry so meeting. Was, We've got to give people good. a little time for the exactly, after meeting. Exactly. But, uh, so you're going to extend it to six yeah, days. Yeah, well, but Miami yeah. never sleeps. So it's it okay. doesn't, yeah. yeah. So one of the highlights here, of course, was the uh, five-year results from Excel. Talk to us a little bit about it. Well, Mike, uh, you know, Excel is the largest trial to date of uh, patients with left main coronary disease, randomized to PCI versus cabbage. An important study because we use contemporary stents, the Zion stent, which is still, sure. you know, one of the leaders and, uh, and contemporary bypass uh, mm -hmm. techniques. And this was the final five-year report, which mm -hmm. was just published in the New England Journal. And basically, in these 1,905 patients, importantly with visually assessed uh, low and intermediate syntax scores, uh, and I emphasize that because the most complex patients, the ones that the sites thought were just high, clearly high syntax scores, too complex for us to do by PCI, we felt they needed to do surgery. Sure. And there's obviously other patients without equipoise for surgery, so sure. COPD and other mm -hmm. conditions, et cetera. So these are patients in whom there was equipoise, PCI mm -hmm. or cabbage, lower intermediate visually assessed syntax scores, randomized one-to-one, -one, and we now have the five-year data. And at the primary endpoint was death, stroke, or myocardial infarction, and specifically it was large myocardial infarction. Um, uh, the ones that we know have a clinically prognostic impact after both PCI and surgery. Uh, we weren't powered to show anything else, and we weren't powered for anything else at five years, so we really focus our analysis on the five-year uh, primary endpoint, although we look at all the secondary sure. endpoints. So we basically found at the end of five years there was no significant difference between PCI and cabbage. The rates were about 20% uh, in the uh, PCI group, or 22% in the PCI group, and about 19.3 or 4% in the cabbage group. Um, so the p-value, odds ratios, confidence interval were not significant. But it actually would be a little simplistic to say that there were no differences between the therapies because we actually identified three separate periods of risk. There was the periprocedural period within the first 30 days where adverse events were substantially less common with uh, PCI than surgery, um, particularly due to large MIs, ST segment elevation MIs, cerebrovascular events, and many other periprocedural events as well, like renal insufficiency, infections, atrial fibrillation, all much less with PCI. Then there was the period from 30 days to one year where the primary composite endpoint curve was almost superimposable. And then from one to five years, the curves diverged in favor of bypass surgery. More events um, in the cabbage arm, in the PCI arm, uh, particularly due to more late myocardial infarctions. 
So we, how do you interpret this? You've got the overall curves, uh, so-called violate proportional assumptions uh, because you don't have a constant hazard throughout. So uh, we have the three periods that are proportionally in hazard. So one very uh, um, sophisticated, but actually really easy way to understand when you know what we're talking about to look at this is what's called the mean restricted survival time. It's basically the time free from an adverse event. And of course, uh, even if you end up at the same place at the uh, end of five years, right. if you're going to have an adverse event, you'd you rather go, have you it go late. You go 100 years, all the curves come together. Every like curve that. comes together. Right. So you'd rather have the adverse event late right. rather than early. And this looks at the timing of the event. So this looks event. at the timing mm -hmm. of the events, and it looks, and, and what you actually, it's basically the area between the survival curves right. adjusted for the timing. Right. And what you find is that the time free from an adverse event starts increasing in favor of PCI, and it gets higher and higher and higher, PCI patients doing better and better and better, longer term free of an event, and it peaks at about three years. Mm -hmm. And then the late events that are greater after PCI compared to cabbage start eating into that benefit. And then that curve starts falling, 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 falling. Mm -hmm. So by the time you get to five years, you've got an average of five days of event-free survival longer in a PCI patient than a cabbage patient, mm -hmm. although the confidence interval is sure, wide and that's course. not significant. Yeah, so bottom line is the end of five days, you're in the, you, you got the same burden of adverse events in both groups. Yeah, you know, it reminds me of uh, the old days in the lytic trials where in the first 24 hours, you had more intracranial hemorrhages with right. lytics. Right. But the curves crossed over, exactly. and then you had better survival with right. the lytics. So exactly. with some therapies, you face an early upfront hazard right. and uh, greater benefit over the long haul. But uh, you know this all too well. I just want to make sure. sure the audience understands that when you do a landmark analysis, right. it's no longer randomized. Of you course. had to, you had to survive course. that first year yeah, exactly. to then yeah, be eligible true. to participate from year one to five. So that's, that's why true. this analysis you just did at the end is it's yeah. very important because... Yeah. Um, you have to start at the beginning, right. and you have to go all the way to right. the end. And, and so I think what you did was the right thing to, right. to look at the median uh, event-free period. That was great. Well, uh, you know, I think people have been also talking about the survival issue sure. and the difference 13% versus 9% of mortality. It's all-cause mortality. Right. Can you clear up some of the confusion about was it non-cardiovascular, cardiovascular? Sure. So we had about 20 secondary endpoints that we looked at, and, and none of these are uh, pre-specified, none of them are power, none of them are adjusted for multiplicity. And it's interesting, the New England Journal doesn't even allow you to report p-values anymore I know, for I any know. of them, because yeah. none of them are, are, are truly hypothesis testing. Sure. Um, so, okay, that being said and done, you realize that there might be some type one error, mm -hmm. and some false positives, and there might be some type two errors, and sure. some false negatives. So we did find some differences, and one of them was that there was an excess of all-cause mortality in the PCI arm. But interestingly, there was no difference in cardiovascular mortality, which is if you were going to have a difference in mortality, you might think in left main PCI sure. versus cabbage, you'd be cardiovascular. And that goes along with the similar rate of myocardial infarctions in both groups. Mm -hmm. um, the difference that we saw was in non-cardiovascular mortality. That drove the difference. 
um, where 18 of the 30 excess deaths were due to non-cardio, adjudicated non-cardiovascular mortality um, that were due to mostly sepsis and mostly late cancers. Yeah. So things that are pretty unlikely to sure. be caused by PCI Absolutely. as opposed to cabbage. And, and of course, we now have the, the full five-year noble data where you had superimposable left main PCI versus cabbage mortality. That was presented at this meeting. Uh, we have multiple meta-analyses showing left main PCI cabbage, even with more complex patients, identical mortality, and now even the 10-year syntax data yeah. um, with a first-generation drug-eluting stent that showed almost identical mortality right. between PCI and cabbage. So I think when you put all this together kind of in a Bayesian framework, it's very likely that's a play of chance. We did have slightly more cerebrovascular events in the cabbage arm. We had slightly more target vessel revascularizations in the PCI arm. There was more therapy failure, which was symptomatic graft occlusion or stent thrombosis in the cabbage arm. But I think an important perspective is when you look at all of those secondary endpoints, even if some of them are real, you're talking 2%, 4%, 5% over a five-year time frame. Right. So they're pretty small. Um, and overall, patients in both groups are doing quite well. Right. Well, congratulations on a great trial. Well, thank you, Mike. Congratulations on a great meeting. Appreciate that. I look that. forward to seeing you uh, throughout the year in Miami. Thanks so much. All right, man. All right. And thanks for joining us here live from TCT 2019. Bye, everyone. Bye. <laughs>